Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's the Rumble Rock Podcast. Starring Dave Schilling, Sebastian Telfair, Pavel Podgazine, Joey Devine, Sergey Monia, Blake Step, Sean Keane. Andre Emmett, Peter John Ramos, special guest CJ Toledano, Patreons Isaac Cohen, thank you Isaac, Sam Faf, thank you Sam, Tyler Clark Brown, thank you Tyler. Musical guest, Snow Patrol. And now the temporary host of Rumble Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast. And we are back with another quick episode. <clears throat> I'm here, as always, with America's Uncle Dad, America's fiance. Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? Oh, I'm good, Joey. I'm real good. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I was going to say, well, we're getting <laughs> horny, Sean. Though. Oh, so, yeah. Um, Sean, we took a we took a little one week break. This is going up on mm-hmm. Monday again. Yeah. Um, yeah. How's your how was your week off? Oh, my God, Joey. The things I did. I performed in Elk Grove. Mm-hmm. 
I trimmed mats out of my dog's fur. Cool. I, uh, I performed at the punchline in San Francisco. I, uh, your home club. I finally watched the movie speed racer and I did a photo shoot for the upcoming album. America's uncle dad. Ooh, um, exciting stuff. Uh, do you have a release date on that album yet? We don't. We also don't have uh, the photos approved yet because uh, they're too sexy. I mean, the, I mean, a little bit, maybe. Uh, <laughs> they're maybe too patriotic, but I feel like it's almost like no anti-patriotic. Such yeah, thing. no uh, such thing. No such thing. So uh, get excited for that coming. I imagine this fall. Well, Sean, do you have another thing coming you imagine this fall that you want to tell the listeners about? That's right. Thank you. Uh, Yes, for uh, those of you who may be familiar with our recurring Patreon feature, Round Book Rock, where we analyze, uh, talk about books like Tiger Woods by Jeff Benedict and Armin Catan and Furious George and also uh, memoirs by Ray Allen and Scottie Pippen. Uh, soon to be talking about the book The Cap. Uh, Round Book Rock has been accepted to San Francisco's Lit Crawl, which is uh, a literary festival in San Francisco. We have a tentative commitment from co-host Corbin A. Smith. Wow. We'll see. Wow, about the, B- that. the B.A. Baracus of podcasting. I don't believe is, he's going to leave. It's hard to get Pacific him on a plane. Northwest. You have to knock him out and put him on a plane. You just, you got to. Um, from Willamette. Anyway, it's going to be, if you're in San Francisco, it is on October 21st at 6.30 p.m. at Blondie's Bar and No Grill on Valencia Street. It's classic. That's a classic we, bar and no yeah, grill. Yeah, we just got our uh, date and time. And we will be talking to a to-be-determined guest. <laughs> Well, that's exciting. I always mm-hmm. like a guest to be named later. Yeah, um, it, it's it's literary because we are obviously literary. They said they don't know what to expect from a sports writer. That's why they assigned us a bar. Mm-hmm. Sean, my next question for you is you went to the University of California, Berkeley. <laughs> I did. Are you excited for their football team to play only Stanford? For the I rest mean, of eternity. I mean, look, <laughs> it's the pack I two. Was, it's a big the pack, thing. The pack two. Um, yeah, because it looks like um, Washington. St- so Oregon and Washington are joining the Big Ten, mm-hmm. which USC and UCLA already did. Mm-hmm. I assume Colorado was going back to the Big Twelve along with. I guess Washington State and Oregon State? I think currently Washington State and Oregon State are still in the pack four. Yeah, I think, and, but, but uh, the Arizona yeah. teams are going to leave, I maybe? Think, I'm not really I, sure. I don't know. I don't follow college sports. So I there's, just, there, no. are, there, there is a pack eight still, but it's the eight you wouldn't want. And Colorado is definitely going to leave. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's yeah. a pack seven. Um, <laughs> one thing uh, now, look. Playing a full season just against Stanford would be amazing because one of the one of the hidden great traditions in sports is that uh, Cal and Stanford both have uh, very extensive rally committees. People who uh, do embarrassing cheers, 
wear embarrassing polo shirts like go they're, on the field when they're not supposed to during go on the field when not, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 they have yell leaders who are it's not good and you know mm-hmm. most of those people go on to like the guy who i knew who used to be the rally committee chairman who looked like kubiak is now like basically the vice president of all student loans mm-hmm. so i mean i shouldn't make fun of them that much because they will probably help destroy people's lives in 25 years but uh there's a great moment so Callan stanford the winner gets an axe mm-hmm. an old an old axe from the 19th century because of redwood trees oh is that yeah i guess it's that's the reason be, right yeah, i mean it's just i don't even i think it was just like it's one of those traditions where like literally somebody stole an axe from someone else mm-hmm. and then uh apparently there were like horribly dangerous uh police chases at the time oh at the time well because cars were so dangerous mm-hmm. and like People were like shooting at each other because they had to you have to take a boat to get from Berkeley to Stanford or whatever at the mm-hmm. time. Um, anyway, uh, so there's a stare down at the end of the game where the team that has the axe has like a contingent of nerds guarding it. Mm-hmm. And then the other contingent of nerds like stares down the other nerds and mm-hmm. uh, they all think about losing their virginity someday mm-hmm. and it's an incredible visual and i would love to see it 12 times a well, year Sean, except two. i will say um these days i would say uh-huh. the contingent of nerds at stanford are all uh jordan peterson uh andrew tate people probably so they uh-huh. are not thinking about losing their virginity because they're not allowed to talk to women yeah and they're, uh, they're actually thinking about semen retention yeah. whereas in berkeley it's more like i mean it's the same kind of nerd but not quite as hostile but like almost yeah. almost like it would be disrespectful for me to approach a woman yeah. so yeah, yeah i'm just going to um it probably masturbate a lot. That's my yeah, guess. That's my guess. Yeah, lot, it's yeah. a big, it's a big anime play. So it's pretty exciting. Um, but I would like this to maybe be the point where Cal just acknowledges that they're not good at major sports and just focus on the things they're good at: men's gymnastics, mm-hmm. women's swimming, mm-hmm. and rugby. Mm-hmm. Uh... Just because. Uh, I don't know what we're doing there. <laughs> I don't know. I like, I'm not really sure what the point is. The games aren't very well attended. Uh, I don't know. I mean, they're kind of. It's fun to go to the games, I guess, but it would still kind of be fun if it was just like shitty football teams playing each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like you're watching the NFL anyway. So, sure. I feel like you can have your little songs. And, I just uh, uh, Saturday rally. think it's uh-huh. going to be hilarious that uh, those two schools will refuse to leave. Uh, yeah. They're dead. Um, they're, well, I'm just I'm just they're, looking at the conference. Uh, the Rose Bowl is going to be very exciting next year, though, when uh, Rutgers plays UNLV. All right. Um, we've talked. <laughs> Who else, do you think San Diego State will join the pack? Yeah, it's going to be like Boise State, San Diego State. 
UNLV, uh, De La Salle High School in mm-hmm. Concord. That's actually better than some of the teams. Modern can Day. They get, can they get Modern Day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Modern Modern Day and De La Salle have been invited to the Peck yeah. And then, like, I guess Fresno State, maybe? They seem, they seem what like about better that than, one? Yeah. Um, the one in Chico that Aaron Rodgers went to. Can they get oh, that? Oh, Butte College. Yeah, can, yeah they, they can get, get Butte one? College. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Not if Rodgers <laughs> throws his weight around. But uh, could Gonzaga start a football program that gets really close to winning a lot and then loses at the end all the time? Uh, Mark Few is somehow still Mark Few becomes yeah. a football yeah. coach, too. Yeah. He's like, just that intense. <laughs> um, all right. That's the most we'll ever talk about college sports on this podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sean, some business off the top, patreon.com slash round rock pod, uh, t-shirt store in the link in the description, call us on the phone in the link in the description, and, um, let's go to the news. This is round ball rock news, basketball news for humans and robots. Trust the process. Um, all right, Sean. Our first story, our top story, a thing that made us both upset. Yes. Is uh, a clearly right wing planted story about LeBron James's I Promise School. Uh, do you want to talk us through this one? Yes, this is based on a story from the Akron Beacon Journal, which has gone way downhill since Brian Windhorst mm-hmm. left. We all know that. Everybody knows that. Um, the Fox News. I am currently line. holding up two fingers asking what's going on at the Akron Beacon Journal. Um. <laughs> uh, so the Fox News headline is that LeBron James back promise school delivers, quote, discouraging test results. And then it says colon report because they don't know how to write headlines and also Um, we should say that we're using the fox news headline because that is the one that every aggregator also used from complex to uh that bodybuilding message board where they had that uh (laughs) argument about how many days are in the week Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah Um, yeah yeah (laughs) so uh so what this what this is about is so lebron james's school started in 2018 with a class of third graders and fourth graders mm-hmm. and so uh they they have none of the incoming eighth graders apparently so yeah so the third graders that are the, the original third graders coming in have not passed the ohio state proficiency test in mathematics in three years mm-hmm. and people are outraged mm-hmm. joey do you think the outrage has anything at all to do with the school being founded by prominent african-american athlete lebron james and 60 percent of the student population being black i do yeah i <laughs> maybe, also maybe a little bit. i also think this is probably a uh planted story by mm-hmm. some disgruntled uh Ohio um, school employees, I would guess. Um, I assume. Yeah. Or like it's like a weird billionaire charter school guy who wants to open his own schools that show you how to recycle your own urine or something. It's like somehow the Sacklers are going to be behind it. Like Mm -hmm. 
And like Hannah Gadsby somehow ghost wrote the article. <laughs> That's who paid for her so, art yeah, show. Sean, okay. walk us through why why this is not surprising or even really a news story yeah. at all that they haven't passed the standardized yeah. test for <laughs> so, eighth grade math. Yeah. So uh I mean the biggest idea is that uh Standardized tests are bullshit. They are a relic of a terrible education policy from the George W. Bush era. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, this is just sort of like a general decade-long right-wing plot to defund public education. And that's why funding is tied to standardized tests, something that people who actually know about education uh, do not acknowledge. Uh, It actually makes education worse because kids have to learn how to pass a standardized test and spend lots of time doing that. Uh, but in this specific case, um, the promise school only takes kids from the bottom percent of all area students. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so this first class, you couldn't even be in this school if you weren't two grade levels behind going in. Mm-hmm. Uh, 28% of the students have disabilities. Uh, the, the school district actually lowered how many students with disabilities they'd even take because uh, of staff shortages and union requirements that uh, they basically just didn't have enough administrators, which is a great move just to not let kids with learning disabilities attend school yeah, great. at all. Very cool. uh, but so basically, uh, they're doing fine in they're doing much better in reading like the first year all of the students were in the first percentile of readers uh a year later the fourth graders were in the 16th percentile the third graders scored in the ninth proficiency so um anyway here's what happened the school started in 2018-19 and it went pretty well a lot of scores really improved Mm-hmm. Joey, was there anything unusual about the 2019-20 school year? Uh, Yeah, COVID. Yeah, giant pandemic happened and yeah. canceled school. And then the next year was done with remote learning, which is uh, notoriously bad for children with learning, uh, disabilities. learning disabilities. Yeah. So uh, they've had like three actual years of school with basically the worst students mm-hmm. in Northeast Ohio. Uh, and they're still actually doing a lot better well, reading. Well, let's say, let's, let's walk that yeah. back. They're not the worst. No, 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 but, but, yeah, but, yeah, but they're yeah. all, but, but, but they're, behind. they're from. Everyone's behind. Yeah. They're from the pool of the worst performing students. Yes. Yeah, the yeah, Worst yeah. performing, yeah, that's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And. Um, I just wanted to make it clear we weren't saying this is yeah, a we're school not. full of Ferris Bueller's. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so based on like metrics that aren't bush administration uh test scores or like the other thing about these test scores is that any state can just set up whatever they want it doesn't really it's not like it's a national standard it's like whatever you know john Kasich decided uh yeah. a third grader needed to know mm-hmm. about math or I, I can't think of anyone. Thank There's you, Ernie Jim Johnson. Jeffries maybe yeah, yeah. Ernie <laughs> Ernie Johnson believes um <laughs> So basically, based on like actual educational metrics, mm-hmm. they're improving. They just haven't passed a standardized test. But it doesn't. I don't. I'm not really sure why anyone. It, they're very specific about um, not mentioning that it's just math in the headlines. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they're actually doing well in other things. Anyway, people are freaking out. Uh, 
And really, the biggest problem with public education in America is that it doesn't get very much money. And LeBron James gives over a million dollars to the school every year. So I have uh, a fair amount of confidence that uh, these kids are doing okay. That's all. Um, I also should point out that I am the walking example of why standardized (laughs) test scores are bullshit. Um, Because I am a uh, 40-year-old college dropout who drives for Uber Eats for a living and Mm -hmm. um, had a 1.7 grade point average (laughs) and uh, scored in the 99th percentile in every standardized (laughs) test I ever took. (laughs) Um, All right. Yeah, Yeah, you're you're not allowed to go to the promise school. Yeah. Um, So just remember... Make your kids do their homework because yeah. no one did that for me. All right. Um. Yeah, that's actually kind of like the main thing that the school is about is like, yeah, you, had, uh, you tell your kids to do your homework. They don't have to promise to do their work. Like, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, and yeah, also, maybe, don't maybe... believe any story ever shared by <laughs> NBA Central. Um, yeah, that's right. a good point. <laughs> uh, Sean. Bigger news, well, not bigger mm-hmm. news, but uh, less infuriating news. Uh-huh. Mark Jackson finally fired like two months after everyone else <laughs> at ESPN got that fired. That was really weird to me. Like, Jeff Van Gundy got fired right after the finals. Mm-hmm. So it makes me think that they maybe had some other plan for Mark Jackson. But Mark Jackson seems to have just said, like, he just found out then. Because yeah. there was a rumor that he was going to get demoted yeah. to the backup team with, I guess, Mark Jones. Yeah, which would have been infuriating. I mean, just it would have been so hilarious, it, but, but like it it just a catchphrase. catchphrases. It would have been like watching a like a an SNL uh, from like 1999. Um, where <laughs> I mean, just... look, I love Mark Jones, but. You, you need to balance Mark Jones. Uh-huh, like you yeah. can't have two people talking about fish grease. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's, I mean, that's how it goes. Anyway, um, do you think him not being on television will make it make Mark Jackson more hireable as a head coach? Because I kind of think it will. Yeah, I think it might. Yeah. I mean, because <laughs> the thing is, um, what what he would do i would think would be to take a coaching job which he hadn't really i mean his only coaching experience is three years with the warriors but i don't i don't think he's been like an assistant coach or anything he basically went like take an assistant coach job don't you think he's gonna coach some uh he'll take like a two-year college job and then be back in the nba that would be yeah i mean he, he could do that i mean but what he should really do is just like become an assistant on one of his friend's staffs. So it's like, I just can't imagine. There was the same thing with Jeff Van Gundy, where it was kind of like he was interested in going back to coaching, but like it's, it doesn't really work that well when you take a really long layoff and come back, the, unless you're like Hubie Brown. The problem with Mark Jackson as an assistant coach is he is incapable of doing it because if you remember right, this is a man who in his last year as a player was signed by the Utah Jazz to back up John Stockton and Uh then kept telling people he should be starting over John Stockton. Yeah. 
I mean, maybe he should have, but yeah, it wouldn't. No, I mean, he, he would have should to, not have. He was worse than John Stockton at that point. But I'm, I'm trying to think, like, where could Mark Jackson acceptably be an assistant and not freak out? And it's like a Nowhere. small. I don't think it's this. Because I can't. Popovich, I, maybe. I guess, but I don't. But like, why would Pop want to do that? No, I don't. Like, Thibodeau wouldn't really work. Um, because it has to be someone who's like established enough that they're clearly the boss, but mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. So he's gonna coach like Florida, you know, he could coach the University of California. No, when he's they, gonna go coach St. Pac John's, Seven. right? St. John's will hire him. Well, they hired Chris Mullen, so yeah, yeah exactly. they, um, yeah, that's that's perfect. They you can go coach, you the know, Johnny's. what he actually, feels he actually like, should just be a college coach, yeah, though. But you know what, he He'd actually kind of good like, at it. He feels like, man, we're doing more college talk. He yeah. feels like a Georgetown head coach, oh, doesn't ooh. he? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, although it at some point they might just be like, do we need to hire? more guys from the eighties from the big East. Like, I I, I don't know if after the Patrick Ewing experience that you're like, can we just get another nineties Nick in there? I just mean like Georgetown always has like a guy who gives speeches as their coach. Yeah. 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 Well, that's what I think he could be a good college coach. And like, and you know, I mean, it's not, it's not nice that he's talks to his players like that, but you can kind of get away with doing that to college players more than uh-huh. professionals who have like agents and uh, media literacy, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah. All right. So, yeah, no, I mean, it'll help because he's not like, because he, every time he's on TV, he's actively hurting his NBA head coach yes. chances. So, and Van Gundy never really wanted to go back to coaching, honestly. No. But, and also, ESPN rehire rehire Jeff Van Gundy now. Yeah, I mean, it was the the pair was the problem. That is the problem. Yeah. And also like <laughs> they are they are about to make some really questionable decisions with ESPN. We're going to see uh, there's going to be so much Richard Jefferson this Well season. there's there's also going to be so much like crappy streaming content. That's where they're going. Yeah. Is like ESPN. What if they did the same Max thing where they were like, "We're P." <laughs> like what? Well, you know it, the, the least, plus, the worst right? part of it. <laughs> they'll, well, call they'll call it plus, plus but yeah. like it'll be. <laughs> I don't know. It's like kind of feel like Robert Iger's pretty old now, Joey. Mm-hmm. I feel like they might have panicked glad, a little bit and getting like a retired his, old man. I'm glad you're giving it. Yeah, he's using his proper name, not. Yeah, I'm not. Iger. I'm not like. I'm not you're gonna not pretend like we're homies. Yeah, yeah. like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I mean, he's busy trying to break multiple unions right now. So, yeah. you know, it, it's not going to happen yet. But, uh, yeah. you know, what was interesting, though. Um, Mark Jackson actually tried to apply uh, religious oil to ESPN's ratings to make mm-hmm. them jump up again. And it didn't yeah. actually ESPN's basketball ratings are great. 
I don't. Anyway. Yeah. Well. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Ethan Sherwood Strauss. Sorry. <laughs> like, why? Why do we care? Their ratings were <laughs> actually good this season. Um, yeah. 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 The reason <laughs> they were I, down I, before was COVID, and they were yeah, down because... the exact amount as all of television. Um, yeah. Oh. Oh. NBA playoff games that started at 11 a.m. didn't get the same yeah. ratings. That's with weird. No. With no crowd, and it was very weird. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Believe... There were like four basketball games yeah. every day, and it felt like homework yeah, to watch. The first round three months later than uh people would normally be watching nba games yeah i can't believe yeah, while that everyone in america weird. was was mentally ill from yeah. <laughs> just like horribly uh, depressed uh-huh. yeah uh speaking of horribly depressing things you know Joey, what the, 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 the ratings being down because we're too woke is the exact same story as the lebron james i yeah, yeah. school <laughs> Uh, test scores being down. It's like, we're going to take one number yeah. and make a decision about society as a whole. <laughs> yeah. And we don't even care if the number means anything. Um, all right. Speaking of going, uh, going woke <laughs> and going broke. Um, Sean, the yeah. Orlando magic. Yes. Two amazing things <laughs> happening in Orlando. This is uh, an entirely right wing news uh, block. Yes, I'm including Mark Jackson as right wing. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Probably, yeah. The Orlando um, Magic gave $50,000 to a Ron DeSantis pack. And Sean, uh-huh. my first question for you is, has a basketball team as a team, as a co- corporation, ever given money to a presidential candidate before? Uh, not directly. The answer like this. is no. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. They're supposed to come from the the shitty owners. You so I, yeah, I believe this got discovered by um my internet friend Alex Schultz, who is a former sports writer for uh the SF Gate, and now does uh politics and news stuff. Anyway, I think he was just searching election filings and then just noticed like, hey, it's weird that Orlando the Orlando Magic gave like 50k to a guy. To it's yeah. it's a Ron DeSantis super pack and it's called something stupid. It's called yummy. Um <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> it was hungry. That's what he said, right? Uh, uh I mean was it was it yummy he or didn't hungry? actually he didn't actually say it, but yes. No, he didn't no, it was one of those bad lip reading things. Oh, that's too bad. Sorry. I, I, I <laughs> wish it was real. Um, I, I thought it was real. That sucks. I uh, did, too. Uh, it's called Never Back Down. So it'd be basically no, a stand your ground is his. Uh-huh. Um, so it it basically there's a weird I mean, because the Supreme Court is corrupt, uh, a super pack can spend an unlimited amount of money from donors, but cannot donate directly to a candidate. And so they said they were just supporting a governor, a Florida governor, for the continued prosperity of Central Florida. Now, they gave this donation on, I believe, May 19th. Mm-hmm. And he announced he was running in an amazing event on Twitter spaces with Elon Musk mm-hmm. uh, five days later. Mm-hmm. So, while he technically was not a presidential candidate, what else was that super PAC doing? And also, everyone knew he was running for. They president. were fighting Disney, Sean. Well, that's the other. That's the <laughs> other thing. It's like Disney's their jersey sponsor. They uh-huh. have like a. There's no corporation they have a longer relationship. Mm-hmm. I guess it, 
it's a really weird decision. Well, there is around. one. There is one corporation they have a longer relationship with, Sean. And Amway. Is, I was gonna say Blackwater. Oh, oh uh, Blackwater! Yeah. That was a better joke. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they're just like, well, we we only like really shady criminal businesses, and we feel like Ron DeSantis is gonna be a good source for that. So yeah, that's what they. Um, yeah, so it, it's weird in a lot of ways. Um, Betsy, DeVo- they're owned by the DeVos family. Technically, it's Dan DeVos who owns the team, and then Dick DeVos is married to Betsy DeVos, and he's the one that ran a really embarrassing campaign for governor of Michigan, and she was Trump's secretary of education. So this is like a shots fired against Trump. It's just a weird, like, it feels like they're lashing out in a very strange way against people that sort of were their allies mm-hmm. too. Um, well, and they're definitely lashing out against uh, their president, uh, coach, and players. Uh, yes, who are, who are all who are all black. Um, yes, yeah. and the the players is a yeah. Uh, Larry, shouts to Larry Nance Jr. for bringing up that uh, uh-huh. that they're openly donating to kind of an open racist. Yeah, uh, the guy who said slavery uh, was good for the slaves. Yeah, he, he said that uh, slaves gained valuable yeah. skills. Yeah, make sure you their... get that correct, or else it will end yeah, up sure. in an email. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, there there are some podcasters who really want you to know that that's not that bad a stance. That that actually yeah, yeah. makes a lot of sense. Uh, and if you uh, don't know what we're talking into... about, check out uh, yesterday's Daily Dunks. Daily Dunks. Um, all right. Um, <laughs> um, now, there's another magic-related wokeness story, too, Joey. Yeah, Jonathan Isaac, uh, yes. who I thought got cut. I really had I I had a dream that he got waived. Well, um, they have so his contract. Uh, so here's here's how it works because he has not played. He's played eleven games in three years. Yeah. Um, the Magic uh, decided not to spend money in a certain way, and uh, his contract became only partially guaranteed for this season. So he makes seventeen something million dollars and only like seven of it is guaranteed so uh the cut date is january 10th and they yeah. would they would cut like 28 million dollars off there also next year's salary they would also be able to uh get rid of and again he's played 11 games in three years mm-hmm. and so, the uh, games he did play he was uh before even before the this spate of injuries he was only pretty good um he was i mean i mean, well, I mean he wasn't good in those 11 games no no before I mean, that, before he was that, like he was like he was like oh he's good at defense but and yeah. maybe his offense will get good that's why we're gonna yeah. sign him he also uh, like wasn't really that great in college um, it's also so important it's- to remember uh that our friend mo spades saw this coming <laughs> Because when he was a rookie, when Jonathan Isaac was a rookie, he invited the entire Orlando Magic, including our friend Maurice Spates, Spates, to see him preach, and none of them went, because that church is insane, apparently. (laughs) Yeah. And now, you know, it is, he did have a horrible knee injury. Yeah. It sucked that he missed uh, the whole season, and then he hurt his hamstring, and then... Uh, he and then tore he didn't his kneel left for Black adductor. Lives uh, he, he also did that in the he, national anthem. Yeah. He wrote an entire book about standing during a Black Lives Matter protest and saying that it was because mm-hmm. of Jesus. 
Yeah. Uh, he is a he is an anti-vaxxer conspiracy mm-hmm. theorist. He has appeared on uh, the ultra conservative uh, network Newsmax, mm-hmm. which yep. is named after the kind of contract that he will never receive. Yeah. Um, and uh, now he has a new clothing brand called Unitas. Uh, it is supposed to be a rival to Nike. Uh, he announced it on Newsmax and he, quote, said it is meant to counter the woke agenda of retail brands. Mm-hmm. Now, we and should that say that a hoodie costs one hundred and twenty dollars. Yes. But also we need to for the listeners, we need to explain how Unitas is spelled. Oh, yeah. It's not Johnny Unitas. Do you think Jonathan Isaac knows Johnny Unitas exists first? No, all? I also don't think he Googled Unitas because there's like a bank, a finance company. There's even another custom sports apparel mm-hmm. company. So this is U-N-I-T-U-S. Yeah, it's Unwantus. Yeah. Um, un, un, and, oh, no, no, no. This, one's, this one is with an I. The custom apparel place has oh, a one sorry. instead of the I. My mistake. Which they appeared to do first. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it kind of, their logo is like a torch with like an eagle in it. It kind of looks like the New Orleans Pelicans logo. So it's also weird. one of the ugliest logos in the NBA. I it's would also say. weird. It's spelled uh, unit us even without the unit word. us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Which so sounds he, I would say unit us sounds like a corporation in a cyberpunk uh, uh-huh. story that is like turning uh, people into cyborgs or something. Um <laughs> Well, and they do you know why they have that name, Joey? Mm-hmm. No, why? Because it's a movement. It's one that starts with you and ends in us. Yeah, I, I got the that ab- part. Um. The about page starts with we don't have to hide. That is just very weird. I mean, you it also now says, that they've arrested everyone who was at January 6th. That's probably true. <laughs> um. uh, let me just read you this real quickly. For too long, the sports and lifestyle apparel game has been dominated by companies with divisive agendas. Greatness has been defined only by how you perform, apart from who you are and how you live. Mm -hmm. And cancel culture has the millions of people who hold traditional values wondering, what if I'm the only one? Now, why do you think Jonathan Isaac would think that greatness shouldn't have to do with how you perform? Um. Because he's been injured for three years. Yeah, he never plays. He never plays, but he's still... um, Joey, do you think it's just cool clothes? Of course not, no. No, it's a community of people rallied around faith, family, freedom, and the pursuit of true greatness. Together, we rise above by working every day to be the best we can be, joyfully serving others with integrity and standing for what's right. Once again, they sell sweatpants. Sean, I can't can't live in this world anymore. (laughs) Just like what we've all become is like... It's like copywriting somehow took over the world at some point. <laughs> well, and like it's these are ugly clothes, Joey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're it, and again, it's basically the New Orleans Pelicans logo, and it's a brand that other people have already taken the name for. Mm-hmm. And it's like these are not affordable clothes either. No. These are $40 t-shirts. Yeah. Um, 
I don't, I, again, I'm not sure who, like, is there a big market for people who like know enough about Jonathan Isaac to buy this? Even if you are like a right-wing anti-vaxxer, I, I just don't think this is going to work the way they think it does. But maybe uh, I'm wrong. It's built to sell to his church. Anyway, yes. I I am done talking about this. It's upsetting to me. I cannot yeah. handle it anymore. Uh, but please bookmark this page so we can read that paragraph to David Roth next time he's on. Um, I want to hear it live. Um, his reaction to it. Uh, Sean, we had our friend CJ Toledano on, um, full disclosure, I was having computer problems, so you're listening to the voice, the, the Zoom recording of this, if the sound is crappier than normal, sorry, um, but to talk about his, a good clothing line, and then some other NBA player clothing lines from Follow Through Studio, here are Sean and I with our friend CJ Toledano. We are here with our friend from Follow Through Studios who dropped a new set of basketball uh, merch. Is that what you'd call it, CJ? Is it merch? merch. I, I, yeah, I don't know the definition of merch. Like, it actually is an attempt. I'm like, I'm making stuff I want to wear. And so I guess it's like an apparel collection. But all of those words sound too serious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> An Eric Spolstra video store T-shirt, and then yeah, shorts right. that are showing how loyal you are to hacking League Pass or, or getting it. <laughs> so I'm like, this is all shit that I that I would love to wear, and it's silly NBA stuff um, and basketball stuff. So yeah, I get it's merch. It's an apparel line at, yeah. at its most serious. So yeah. Now, now CJ, first question for you: um, When you became a stand-up comedian slash comedy writer. Yeah. Did you then see yourself, was this always the plan to become oh. a sports media production company and then uh -huh. also a clothing line? <laughs> no. I mean, when CJ started stand-up, I believe you wanted to make horror movie parody films with Andre Drummond. Yeah. But. As you, know. you say this, I don't know how I'm able to pay any bills. I don't know how this is evolved. Um but no, I mean, I guess I wasn't a good enough stand-up or comedy writer that I was mm -hmm. forced to find something that is even more impossible and then just commit to that <laughs> even harder um, at every single um, opportunity. So, yeah, I mean, like, didn't didn't imagine it. Even when I was in it that first year, I mean, you guys, I, I was doing this pod, I feel like, from the beginning. Yeah. And mm -hmm. probably I talked to you guys while I was at the Pistons, and I was like, I'll probably do this. And then I'll move back to LA and continue this whole do packets and cross my fingers that we can get a I can get a a job for 13 weeks. But now that's shut down. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> my my line of work is thriving. Harrison. Uh, so yeah, I'm very grateful. So CJ, first off, um, we've had you on before, but you know yes, that yes, was a yes. long time ago. So why don't yeah, we? let our listeners know first off what is follow through yeah. uh and then so who are who are they giving money to besides you and your newborn son <laughs> yeah yeah so follow through is it's it's a again these it's all jargon i'll say the jargon version mm -hmm. we're a creative studio that focuses on um the fun of sports uh you know focusing on telling the stories of players and teams and leagues 
uh, off the court uh, more than on the court. Like we don't care about stats. We care mm-hmm. that, um, you know, that shy Gilgis Alexander is a fashion icon. We care that Serge Ibaka likes cooking weird exotic food and making his friends um, eat it. Uh, we care about, you know, um, the shit that players are really interested in um, off the court and, and want to like dive into that as professional, um, professionally as they can. Um, and we and we create those those opportunities and like take those opportunities and turn them into shows, series, social media. Um, we also do the fun and funny stuff for Nike and Jordan and the NFL and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean yeah, my background is in comedy. My my passion's in comedy, but also in basketball. And your at, passion is in basketball. Yeah. Let's be honest yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, and I happen to be funny and then, you know have have ran in the you know the our, our circles and. Um, yeah, so we, we focus on that stuff and then the, the merch stuff came about too. And so um in the last like six months, I'm really kind of uh, pushing on some of this merch stuff. And um yeah, so we're 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 trying to do fun shit in, in basketball and in, in sports in general, um and, and try to keep making that a business that um you know continues to grow over time. Yeah. Um uh, but we're entering year three of this thing, and I'm like, it's crazy that that it continues, you know. Yeah. And I should say just right off the bat, the Eric Spolster video T-shirt that you are selling is the best NBA yeah. T-shirt I've ever seen. Yeah, it's, it's oh, wow. really good. Yeah, we'll, we'll link to it in the show notes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like I, I mean, it's in the product description, but like so many weird things have lined up for me personally. Of like, you know, he's a he's he was a Filipino dude who was a video room guy. Um, you know, and found himself, you know, working with in the in the league. And I'm like, you know, I'm Filipino. He's an icon to uh, our people. Worked at a blockbuster, and it, I mean, people who follow who have followed follow through for the last couple of years. Like, I always try to sneak in the '90s nostalgia and a lot of blockbuster stuff. And uh, I, to this day, it was my it's my favorite job I've ever worked. Uh, and um, and yeah, to be able to sneak that back and find a shirt that can have all of those things, yeah, um, was it was awesome. It's and amazing. Like, this is be made available to everybody. Uh, the Sandman. There's also a Sandman shirt for our friends. Yep. Uh, not not the not the comic book for nerds. Uh, <laughs> Uh, or the comic book for children uh adam yeah. sandler of course um <laughs> he's a pickup god you know it's like yeah. we have more adam sandler playing basketball footage than like him putting out good movies you know what yeah. i mean like, <laughs> well, uh, when he <laughs> when he played a basketball scout in hustle yeah, was, i like it that. was like what it was anyone surprised that he gave a good dramatic performance because he's been dressing like a basketball assistant yes. coach since he was like 16 years old. Well, and he's got the dream. Like, yes, I haven't loved his comedy movies of the last decade, but like everything he's done has been either to hang out with a bunch of his friends or go on vacation on an yeah. island. Um, and then this one was like, yeah, he's really in a pick up basketball on like going to NBA games. So why yeah. not make hustle? Um, yeah. And the fact that like uh, Anthony was a lead, you know, a, uh, uh, had a lead role in that is like you know these are all things that i would do if i had millions of dollars and was a celebrity yeah. and he's doing <laughs> yeah um all right cj you're a lakers fan you're the biggest lebron yeah. fan i know you're an i would honestly describe- my turning the corner i i came to the lakers because i wanted to you know because i'm a lebron fan i was, I like, was oh. gonna get to that yeah well, you and are it's, and it's where you live like oh, there's yeah. that's <laughs> something there's something nice about like I found that difficult living in Los Angeles that I had 
so many like long-term rival resentments against LA teams yeah. that I was like really trying to just focus on like the sparks. Uh-huh. And uh, I was like, I don't know anything about hockey, but I need to maybe just become an LA Kings fan. So there's something yeah. like I, I, I hate even being tangentially a San Jose Sharks fan, but yeah, like LeBron <laughs> coming to Los Angeles seems like it was a perfect storm for you. Yeah. It was a good gateway into Lakers fandom. And then, yeah, like Megan's in the business, so we can't move away from here. Mm-hmm. Our kid is born here. Like we yeah. live on, in, in East LA and you know, it's Dodgers country um like lakers and and i'm like my kids probably gonna like the lakers i love the you know and i've enjoyed going to games and stuff and living you know we live like 12 minutes from staple or crypto um but you know that'll be changed very soon um (laughs) but i have a word of warning for you though yes uh my dad would have said i'm sure my son is going to be a san francisco giants fan but I am an Oakland A's fan. Oh man. So you better keep that kid away from the Clippers. Uh, well, is what I'm telling you. <laughs> you guys know, I don't know if you've seen all of the outdoor courts and parks out here where uh Balmer poured a ton of money into the red. Yeah. The court that we play at three times a week is a Clippers court. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, you know, all of us were like, that's not changing anyone's mind, I, yeah. but we'll see. I mean, if my kid's a Clippers fan, you know, I gotta, I gotta, I'll support him, but I'm not rooting for the Clippers. Yeah, uh, I, was really I have a distinct, to, oh, ahead, I have a distinct memory. I have a family of Giants fans, like an entire family. And in 1989, I was six years old, and I was like Bash Brothers baby at a family gathering of like a hundred angry Irish San Francisco Giants fans as the as Ricky Henderson just ran all over them and I was the only person happy that's great Um, yeah (laughs) my uh yeah well we had we have a a young friend who uh his parents don't really care about sports at all but he obviously has like a Dodger hat but his name is Dallas so I'm Mm -hmm. trying to just steer Uh, him into like could he just have Mavericks gear because it has his own actual name on mm-hmm. it? Like, could yeah. that work? I don't know. I'll I tell you right yeah. now, I was hanging out yeah. with that kid the other day and he's a LeBron James fan. So I'm don't sure. worry about see, it. It's the only, it's the only <laughs> time I've like babysat a two-year-old and all he wanted to watch was dunk compilations. Yeah. <laughs> I just showed Conrad uh, and one mixtape volume three the other day. Um, and he likes dribbling and, uh, 90s and early 2000s hip hop soundtracks. So, yeah. um, it's pretty good. So he is your son. It's yeah. official. He's my son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His favorite player might be skipped to my loo. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is he a CJ too? Uh, he he is a CJ, but like, okay. yeah, we're not calling him CJ at all. I don't want him to be a CJ. Yeah. Um, yeah. that, yeah, I'm not gonna Was give that just that would that remind uh yeah. your wife too much of like the 2016 Indiana Pacers that had how many had, CJs like, and well how many they TJs? had a lot of TJs and yeah. CJs like <laughs> they had like six in two years yeah <laughs> um I wanted to ask you though outside of LeBron now yeah. that you're an adopted late period Laker fan mm-hmm. who is your favorite Laker uh, my favorite Laker is Austin Reeves. Oh, um, good, because we have some questions. By, <laughs> yeah, followed by Ruby Hachimara. Um, and then, you know, honestly, I liked uh, Schroeder 
I was sad to see him go. Um, I Only don't point guard in the league who can do a kickflip. Yeah, see, <laughs> and like, I like that. And like, man, in the darkest moments of these last couple of seasons, he's a guy who was like, I don't care about all you guys. I'm going to go out and get buckets and like really had pulled us back in a, a lot of these games. Um, so I, I miss him. He he definitely would have been in my top um, top guys. Yeah, I think Austin and, and Rui are really my guys these days. CJ, I've got a T-shirt. This just gave me a T-shirt idea for your next okay. drop. And it's I have a Dennis Robinson. It's it's a Dennis. It's Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two, but it's Dennis Schroeder. It's oh, Dennis Schroeder's man. Pro Skater Two. That's uh, really good. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I one thing I loved about Rui was the the Warriors and uh, the Wizards played a preseason game in Japan, and Rui made this like great thoughtful speech in Japanese yep. that he handed the bike to Draymond. Draymond, Draymond just went, Konnichiwa! And <laughs> then like, said yeah. some stuff that no one understood. In the most American, he was yeah. like, I mean, like, you know he was having fun just saying that uh-huh. over and over again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right when he landed. I, that's a great clip. The best clip from... was cut it right after that, yeah. so it's just a really funny response. The best thing that happened in that trip, though, is have you seen the Kevon Looney Samurai photo? Oh, yes, I have seen yeah. that. Yeah, that's the best thing that happened there. Uh, all right, CJ. So Austin Reeves, I have some yeah. questions for you. Yeah. Let's talk about his new facial hair. Uh, yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah, it looks like every, all of comedians who decide to grow facial hair or, yeah. you know, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's fair. You guys actually is a little bit more groomed than him. But yeah, mm-hmm. he looks like an improviser. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and he's also like. It, it's definitely like a guy who's not confident about his jawline and chin, yeah. mm-hmm. which is, I mean, it makes him more lovable to me. But, but. he's him, Sean. What do you, I don't know why yeah, he is him. <laughs> he's him. That's a good point. He is him. Uh, have you seen, well, I, I, my theory is that he's trying to emphasize the hillbilly part of hillbilly Kobe. Because yeah. mm-hmm. he's that. like, I don't know if this Kobe comparison is going to last, but. I can I can keep the hillbilly part. Yeah. yeah. Uh, have you seen his new shoe? Yeah, you're a sneakerhead. Have you the seen rigorous? the uh, the rigorous the, the AR ones? AR ones. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the I ice cream themed insole. I, I've yeah, I've seen those, and will I attempt to get them? Yes, I will. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, they're I kind of at least they're interesting. They're, they're interesting. No, they're not bad by any means, but like. If you wear it, like, luckily, I don't hang out with teenage boys, so they not they can't roast me for that. Mm-hmm. And I can wear them ironically around, you know, friends and fans of the yeah. game so you can have a laugh. Um, but yeah, what is a rigorer? Um, mm-hmm. And the thing, yeah, they look like they look like Kobe's. They look like a lot of the Asian brands kind of look alike where they're low top and they look like they have the craziest tech, but it's, you know, cheap materials. And um, but yeah, I'd, I'd love to get a pair if I can. Yeah, the uh the 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 wish.com AR ones. Um yeah. all right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the game we wanted to play with you, CJ, is okay. now that you are a clothing magnate and you have a brand. Yeah. We want you to rate these player brands. Love it. So uh so there'll be links. Somebody's... Sean will send links in the chat. Yeah. Okay. But let's I do start... that on my own, by the way. I know you also probably just know them for most part, but let's go with First off, Ooh. Fred Van Vliet's bet on yourself merch. Uh, okay. 
here's the thing it's a decent logo it looks like a motocross logo no it looks like what was that um travis barker band or brand oh, oh yeah 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 it, it it does have like a fox racing yes. style yeah yeah, yeah. It like, looks like something a surfer would beat me up while wearing in San in the San Diego gas lamp district. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh it also kind of seems like uh he has not made a lot of new merch. Like it looks like everything's sold out at this point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Possibly he was focusing less on this and more on signing a gigantic free agent contract. Yep. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, everything is listed as this like, definitely uh, falls in line with like we and we may get to him Kuzma's brand when he had Kuzmania merch and I ordered it and it didn't come for a year. <laughs> where it's like this stuff gets listed and it looks like he has a, a passion for fashion and then it never restocks. Mm -hmm. And um, there's no one running this portion of his website. So well, have you seen B Ball yeah. Ball Paul's tweets where he's just constantly like, I swear I'm sending those t-shirts I sold you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah actually let's just look at i, I want to just talk about the christmas t-shirt for uh kyle kuzma's okay. shop sure. fest mm -hmm. um mary kuzma's mary kuzma's yeah he's uh, really jamming his name into everything mm -hmm. yeah and it's like not that flat all, all these caricatures of kyle kuzma on his like aren't really that flattering yeah he, he looks like, like bull from night court He's like, he looks really old. And, uh, I just can't imagine, like, it's, I, I kind of can't see a Washington Wizards fan making a Christmas purchase like that. Now, if you, if you click on, actually, let me just send you this one. The one I do really like is, uh, the cartoon, no, it's the, it's the baby onesie okay hold on so check out it's the first item on okay. this page sure this is like, like a more standard yeah 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 like, yeah, yeah. like 80s Caricature. style yeah. uh but also there's something really funny to me about putting a baby in in a kyle kuzma <laughs> and so a lot of what these players are doing now and this is how michael rubin is as rich as he is is mm -hmm. They, you know, they say it's their own merch line, but this is clearly fulfilled by by fanatics. Uh, yeah, fanatics. Yeah. I think there's a, a a brand called Five Hundred Level, mm -hmm. and they just do the, these cheap printing onto like blanks. Well, a lot of them also are bar stool, unfortunately, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they do that same thing, and uh, that's what they try to like. I mean, if if follow through clothing or whatever the brand ever blows up, we would have to explore options like this. I mean, no way it might would do this, but like the the efficiency or whatever drop shipping or whatever. But like, yeah, this is lazy in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, I like it. Uh, so Fred Van Vliet thumbs up, but Kyle Kuzma thumbs down. Is that where we're going here? I'd give them both thumbs down to be honest. Yeah. All right. Great. Good. Fred All right. Leeds feels a little more honest. Uh, it's honest, maybe. but lazy. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's go with. Um, I want to talk about Nick Nurse's brand. Oh, you want to talk about Nick Nurse? Yeah, first. we'll, okay, we'll go. On. Yeah, yeah. Hold yeah. on. Let me let me move that that. Uh, Nick Nurse, which I believe is for, uh, some. Oops. It's for the Nick Nurse Foundation. Mm -hmm. Which. I have a feeling is oh. like a tax scam. <laughs> um, 
What I find strange is why does Nick Nurse sell a Nick's a Nick Nurse crossover with Dr. J limited edition crew yeah. neck? I don't understand it. Uh, there's a pic like the, the there's the events the the events page just has a big picture of Nick Nurse playing the piano. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, Joey, Joey, what band do you think performed there? Oh, of him playing the piano. It's that that band that they're uh, that we always make fun of on the show that he's always playing with, right? The Arkells. Yeah, the Arkells. Yeah. Also, one of his. Uh, he's also there's someone named John Vinyl. They. It appears mm-hmm. like they've had one event ever. But I wanted CJ to anyway, talk about this and then talk logo. about the gear. Talk about. Yeah. I think um, the gear is bad. Uh, his logo looks like a daytime talk show host. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it looks like it should be in giant letters on a, a flat behind them as he talks about you know a parent kid relationship. Um, yeah, it, it's this this. I like the bobbleheads. They actually, kind the of bobbleheads like- are the only good thing in this um, store. I think. No, the stuff is is strange. The Dr. Dre st- or Dr. J stuff is definitely strange. Um, I'm a thumbs down on. I love Nick Nurse, but I'm a thumbs down on this on this stuff. It's also like an off brand Nine Inch Nails kind of thing. Like yeah. like that's what it is. And the foundation is kind of weird too because it's like it just says like music and sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's supposed to be like literacy and music and sports, but it seems like they've just had like two basketball camps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he, it's almost like it's just an excuse for people to watch him uh, play music. Mm-hmm. That's if he was not an NBA head coach. Um, yeah. <laughs> now, Sean, will you please send CJ a series of Steve Nash photos that I love making fun of? Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, let me <laughs> let me give you the uh, now Steve Steve Nash. Uh, his Indochino brand of suits did not oh, sell enough. Mm-hmm. But he does sell to... the worst shoes in the world. Oh yeah, these are horrendous. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've talked about a lot about um dress shoe athletic dress shoes mm-hmm. where they it's like, oh, you know, these are athletic, but with sneaker soles. I mean, that was like mm-hmm. a huge thing um with NBA coaches. And I'm just like, pick one or the other. Yeah. Don't try to trick us. Um, yeah, these are horrendous. Um, and but, then, uh, check out some of these photos. Yeah, that's which... what I really want to talk about oh, okay. is the photos here. Um, I'll Just... send I'll send you uh, one there, this no, one. He... How about this one? So there's here? there's a he's <laughs> a, he's dribbling in suspenders in the first mm-hmm. one while uh, business papers fly around him. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, uh, uh, or <laughs> where's the one where he is? Well, he and the he and the CEO are both hanging from. <laughs> They're the dunking rim. together. One that one is good. Uh, feet up on a desk, no socks, mm-hmm. spinning a basketball mm-hmm. uh, in in an executive chair. One of my favorites, him dribbling while he's on the phone. Here, I just sent that to the chat. Um. <laughs> That's KD. KD and Kyrie are calling him on that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm fired and. <laughs> There's also an amazing one I can no longer find where he's like drinking water out of a water cooler and the water you, there's like a giant puddle under his feet where you can tell they've filmed it like 30 times. And also um, it's just weird that it's like Steve Nash's idea of what going to work would yeah, look like. Yeah. It's like that's the weirdest thing is that he's like I get like you're you're just leaning back in your chair all the time is that mm-hmm. what 
Um, anyway, that's why he's no longer a coach because uh, <laughs> this, this was not the grind for him. Um, and finally, Sean, pick one more for CJ because he's got to go. Let's look at, well, can he just, uh, oh, d- does he have a comment on the Steve? I don't care about the curry gear, but I want to know about the curry, curry logo. The curry logo. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let me go. Let me look at it again. I, when I put, clicked the link before, I was like, the golf stuff actually looks kind of nice. But the, yeah, the logo is. It's like fingers doing a three, but also graffiti style kind of, and also looks like it's in Comic Sans kind of. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> looks like. It looks like snakes or it looks like kind of like anime type stuff, too. I don't know. It just doesn't go with him, in my no. opinion. Yeah. It's also funny. If you watch that documentary, he has given out a lot of that gear yeah. to uh, um, yeah, to, to, to anyone who says the, everyone the in his Davidson. family yeah. is like, yeah, there, there's a lot of people wearing like, wow, this this uh, this curry logo is popular with Dell and Sonia and Seidel. Uh, I don't know about anybody else. <laughs> uh, oh, and what would actually just glance at this Russell Westbrook one real fast too. Yeah. Like the, probably the most uh, like fashion fashionable. He's the, yeah. and, and so I like, yeah. yeah, I like honor the gift, but it, the, the thing about it, it does. If you don't know Russell Westbrook, you don't know that this is his brand. Yes. So right. It, it's a bit of a cop out. Um, it's not a great name. No, it, I, I actually like. I kind of like the name. Uh, it because here's why. It's clearly the kind of like dumb smart thing a famous person came up with themselves, yeah. right? Like, and no one could tell them no. Yeah. Uh, and I love yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and you know the pro- so not to uh, shit on my own company, but. <laughs> I never really loved the name follow through. Like I like the du- like people like oh double meaning. I'm like, yeah, th- that's kind of an accent. It, to me, in a way, it does sound too Christian. Some if you think about oh, it. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've been able to again design and out and like do silly stuff with it that it, it, it's like sort of stuck and it's won me over. Mm-hmm. But like under the gift is like. Like, I'm going to buy this shit and I, you know, I don't need to be spreading the good word while mm. I'm, I'm hanging out with my buddies having a drink or <laughs> yeah. eating pizza. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost it's in a way too aggressive with the message honor the gift. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I. But I do think I do think it's like it's interesting because some of it's like, yeah, this is these are just regular clothes. Because almost yeah. everybody else is just like, we got to put the the brand on it or the name on it, or it's got to have something to do mm-hmm. with basketball. And he's kind of like, oh, I like that print. Yeah. What if we make a cardigan? Yeah. You know, it's sort of the opposite of Steve Nash in that uh, it looks good and mm-hmm. also is probably comfortable as opposed to looking like shit and also looking uncomfortable as those mm-hmm. uh, athletic dress shoes wing tips <laughs> with a with a foam sole on them and they're only uh, $275 <laughs> why would why wouldn't you shop wolf and shepherd which is also a terrible name terrible but the guy that I will say, like the CEO and Steve Nash, they look like brothers. And then yeah. every guy who looks like those guys will definitely pay mm-hmm. that yeah. for those penny yeah. loafer. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Is there like yeah. shoes for uh, 
like people with like mid-tier tech jobs Mm -hmm. Um, well it's like guys who used to have steve nash's long hair two years ago yeah and then cut it because they're growing up yeah they're guys they're guys who uh all who when you know how mr rogers switches shoes when he comes home yeah those guys put on those on shoes (laughs) yeah uh when they get in the door (laughs) um well cj you've got to go pick up your rental car no, I got to drop it back off. Sorry, uh, you got to drop off your rental car. Just to make let's, that clear. Let's, let's keep things accurate on this yeah. pod. Uh, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, when the season comes a yes. little closer, we'll have you on, on for a full yeah, I want to be on more again. I, I, yeah. I remember I used to do a bunch, but... um, Look, CJ, uh, anytime you want to come on, just text us. We, okay. we never have a guest, so... And when, whenever Lakers things happen, always think of me, and I'm always down. Okay. Uh, and totally get Great. my own Lakers podcast, which I think that's too uh, s- s- psychopathic um, at this moment <laughs> to have a Lakers dedicated podcast. Um, but yeah, I will love to to get off some quick thoughts. Yeah. Well, you there. let us know, CJ. Uh, right. And <laughs> CJ, where can yes. our listeners buy the follow through merch? What's follow the best through place? dot shop. Follow yeah. through dot shop. Um, or if you just follow us on any social media, like you'll see it being promoted yeah. right now. Um, buy the shorts. Buy the uh, buy yeah. the uh, Eric Spolster shirt. Buy the yeah. buy the hats. They're the best looking hats in the game. Thank you. Yeah, uh, and um, maybe CJ will see you wearing that merch at Summer League next year, and he'll. Yes. Uh, give I ran you into a, a bunch of people at Summer League wearing it, and that was yeah. really cool. Oh, like, that's I, awesome! <laughs> yeah, that that is like I I'm committing to the joke, and you guys are like by by buying it, you are also committing to it and bridging. <laughs> <laughs> stupid silly shit to be out there and in basketball and that's that's what we want so uh sweet thanks a lot cj see you soon soon. all right sean is that our episode that's our episode thank you cj by the clothes links in the description and i don't i I hope he didn't go woke joey you know why because i don't want him going broke i don't want him going broke (laughs) yeah um sean is there anything you would like to plug uh, Litquake yeah. again first. Litquake again yeah. in uh, Blondie's Bar No Grill. That's October 21st. I believe it's free. 6.30 to 7.30. Tentative appearance by Corbin A. Smith. <laughs> he better uh, be there. I know. I mean, he got a lot. He got a lot of. Uh, he got a lot of lead time on this one. Let's just mm-hmm. say that. Um, I'll also be performing in Healdsburg. On October 18th. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, uh, August 18th. August 18th. And you can read me at Golden State of Mind and Yard Barker. And oh, actually, check out on Giants Baseball Insider. Uh, the aforementioned Alex Schultz was kind enough to talk to me about uh, the history of the Giants cheesesteak shop commercials, which is Great. a very niche area, but uh, we got very, very deep. We got real deep. <laughs> Um, and then as for me, I said it at the top of the show, but I am currently unemployed. If you know of any work in L.A. or remote, let me know. Uh, and then you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz. We're on 72723. I tweeted Outback for lunch, Texas Roadhouse for dinner. That's how I roll. Uh, trust the process. Uh, oh wait, I, I actually oh, Sean, have an original for the for the first time in months. I have an original song. Oh, let's hear it. 
What's it it's called? called? It's about the Hernan Gomez brothers. It's a Towns Van Zandt song called uh, Wancho and Willie. Oh, great. Uh, that'll be playing on us right now. Trust the process. Trust the process. And uh, shut it down. Uh, we'll, we'll have some more episodes this <laughs> month, I promise. <laughs> Acting in a Sandler film It's gonna make you a big star now the Nuggets will want you back And they can cut flat Coconchar Got a fresh start with the Wolves But management were dicks They benched the kid cause he got COVID Kept him out of the Olympics Wancho was a tweener forward And Eurobasket he showed out Got mono in 2017 Cause he did so much making out Watcher was left high and dry By Arturus and then Messiah It's all enough to make you cry So he's giving Grease a try And all the analytics say He's way better than Killian Hayes GM's let him slip away Out of blindness, I suppose Willie ain't no pelican You can blame Zion Williamson The toppest that Willie brought south Ended up in Zion's mouth when you're a basket MVP, but couldn't get minutes domestically, he had to split the big easy. And now he's going home. And experts like Fran Frasilla say they could use him in LA. They just added Jackson Hayes. It was mindless, I suppose. Barcelona gave Willie the bag. Watchers on strike, cause he's in sack. Plenty of ham and great fleet rolls. The NBA's got no Hernan Gomes. Watch needs the ball, it's true. But throw the ball to Willie, too. He don't have as many bad tattoos. But his market still went cold. And all the roster rules say they're not allowed to sign two ways. The NBA let him go to Greece. He's on Panathinaikos. And I heard Nate and Danny say his box score plus minus was grade A. He could save money at for him if he used a promo code. Know it's easy to remember. We talk about it all the time. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.